It's the Daily Talk Show. I'm Josh Jansen. I'm Tommy Jacket. And this is a conversation sometimes worth recording. It's TJ. a fucking good day. Yeah, you've got stuff in your teeth. What Do have you I? been eating? I mean, He's got a mirror just behind oh, him. You so know what can that see. is? Have a guess. This is a guess. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's I'm currently smiling really large. Uh, for just to be it's able to it's uh, some sort you, of. You won't get it. It's a bit from pesto. You nah. had something with pesto. Two more guesses. Uh, it's a seed. No. It's a avocado, smashed avo. It's a chia seed. <laughs> you you didn't get it. What was it? It's uh, seaweed. It's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's seaweed from sushi. Ah, people love seaweed. Just like eating it. Just is. Yeah. As I saw. Stop some, listening if that's you. <laughs> well, I saw on Instagram Insta story. Who was it? Someone... Oh, Stacey hmm. June. Was she? Yeah, she was um, on an Insta story just going, having a bit of a snack. And, and I'm sure it was... I was like, is that paper? She's, is- she eats some funky shit. And by saying funky shit, healthy, yeah. very progressive food. She would always eat really well when we were working on radio together in Shepparton. Yeah. It's so disciplined to be able to, to do that. Oh, mate, she would, she would prep. But it didn't... Yeah, she... We should just get her on to talk about what yeah, she eats. Yeah, we could. We, we should do that. The um, yeah, the food. Th- I've got issues in, <laughs> in general. I was going to say with food, and then I'm like, I've got issues. I'm actually that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> I'll just stop there. Yeah, issues. The, no food. Fuck the um. I told myself that I wasn't going to replace um with the f bomb today, and, and I've already it. done it. It's because I'm here. It's from you. I think yeah. I picked it up from you. Yeah. Um, you know, working our way to episode 100. We're not stopping swearing, but we're just trying to rein it in a little bit because mm. literally Brie was playing the fridge grab and we oh. dropped the F-bomb three times okay. in a matter of 60 seconds on yeah. a, an ad for a fridge. Probably <laughs> In regards to context, probably not completely necessary. I think you had one, like you said the F-bomb three times right. so it was in all a me. hashtag. And you know you created that hashtag. Yeah, that was to really drive home the hashtag yeah. as well, because well, it would be an unusual hashtag to see. Yeah. No. So the food, uh, food. Lately, what I've been doing every morning, getting a almond flat white coffee. We're we're not even at the food bit yet. Yeah. So. And the, well, so that's it. So I have that <laughs> in the morning. It's not food, buddy. I know, but then I've been. I haven't been eating that healthy in mm. the sense of like not a lot of fiber and stuff like that, but I'm just, I'm basically eating from like one o'clock. I have my first meal, 1 p.m. And then I just, I normally have lunch at like 2, 2 p.m. And then eat again at like 5 or 6 p.m. I just was imagining people almost um, falling asleep at the wheel of the car <laughs> listening to this. It's been a while since I, if for long listeners of the show... I wanted a segment which was sort of what I've eaten. Josh's food diary. Just updating. And it's not even a food diary because you speak about it, don't write it down. So it's... And I also don't say what I eat. Touching base with Josh's food. Do you know my favorite food at the moment or meal? Chimichanga. What is Is that? It's called Chimichanga or Chimichango. I think Chimichanga. I like the name. Yeah, it's like an enchilada but fried. Okay, it's probably not the healthiest thing. Yeah, it's not great, but it's got beef in it. So there's a bit of protein there. That's how it works. So I've been, yeah, do, doing that. But, Mate, um, you got to take ownership of your food. Yeah. Get your shit together. But it's not, the annoying thing is that I'm, I've got enablers all around me. It's like when we saw Jack the other day for episode 90. He's like, yeah. man, you're looking great. So does that mean that you then go off and fucking blow it? 
No, I do that. I just continue what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I think that it's actually calorically, it's probably okay. okay. Like, I, it's pretty hard to have two and a half thousand calories in the in you know five hours. So you got a compliment from Jack, but you're not receiving compliments all around at the moment. What do you, What do you mean? Well, you got trolled. Oh, that's. For being a, um, <laughs> I'll read you the actual comment. We need to bring out this the actual hilarious. comment. So it, this it went down on YouTube, in the comment section, and it's gone down in the YouTube comment section for me. I've been trolled, but I'm I'm glad that you're on the receiving end of this one. It's the problem with being going viral. As soon as you go outside your friendship group, people are assholes. All right, mate. Um, v- the term of Viral. I mean, I'm using it very loosely. It yes. went, but when I say viral, it went beyond people that know me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty loose, isn't it? Pretty loose definition. Um, no, so uh, Ritwick Singh writes, "You're not even trying, and you come off as such a soy boy." <laughs> so you introduced me to soy boy. I didn't yeah. realize that it was so um, uh, common. I think, I think there's a bit of a movement for the phrase soy boy. The person who told me about soy boy, yeah. we were at the service station yesterday and we were buying protein drinks. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, oh, wait, hang on. Does that have soy milk in it? <laughs> so the, the idea- I said, what, are you worried about becoming a soy boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's where it's come from. The one issue with soy boy is it has, there is a- um, a small amount of negativity around feminine feminine attributes. Correct. So it's a little it's it's slightly I think it's I think it's funny, but I can also see it as a as a slur that people actually get behind as something where it's like it's a bit of an anti-fem thing. If you break it down. Yeah. What a soy boy is. We've got the Urban Dictionary thing here. Perfect. Slang used to describe males who completely and utterly lack all necessary masculine qualities. (laughs) (laughs) This uh, pathetic state is usually achieved by an overindulgence of emasculating products and or ideologies. Yes. So, it's that idea. Like, I think the... When you when you actually read it out, it's a little bit dark because it's referring Mm. to these ideologies of like, you know, that to have masculine traits means that you're... You're this, that, and all that sort of thing. Which, and if we just have it at the surface of what we know it, yeah. and what we found funny about it, is that soy milk can slightly increase your estrogen levels within mm-hmm. your body. Which, if you were a female, that's naturally going on. Yeah, it's and fine. Quite a lot. But and man boobs is a real concern. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I don't know. It's just I think when you. If you don't look too deep into it, you're thinking, oh, you're gonna, your voice is gonna be less deep, and you're gonna grow some, you know, your your nipples are gonna start pointing out a bit, and this all happens. Yeah, I uh, uh, Brie was on some medication for a while just to sort of like um, neutralize her hormones or whatever, and had estrogen patches, and I woke up, and um, she she wears it on her like on her ass type of thing. Anyway, yeah. woke up one day. And it stuck to me and I freaked out. I was like, I seriously was like getting a little bit concerned because I'm like, this isn't just like having a bit of soy milk. This is, I've been, like I've been given a dose of estrogen. That is so good. It's not ideal. If we had doctors administering it, would, administering it, would you... Yeah. 
take a bit of take a bit of estrogen. I'll do just, testosterone. If well, anything, that, I need that a bit goes of testosterone. The other way. Yeah, definitely. But I, the one thing that I, I think with testosterone is the um, the hair loss, and I'm already worried. I feel like no, I'm not worried about severe amounts of testosterone would make your hair go. But you know what we should do for this show, and I know you wanted to get do some testing before you did some fitness yeah. stuff. But it would be cool to get our testosterone levels tested. Oh, here we go. Now you're on board. Yeah, but I'm, I'm more on board yeah. just to see what they are and if there is a difference. Because you just said, I probably need some testosterone. Well, I don't think I actually do. I think Is that um, because I stomp around like a, yeah, a, you're a, a bit more, silverback gorilla? Yeah, you've got that vibe. But you get yeah. a lot of hair going on, chest yeah. hair, back hair. So my thinking is that there is a, a fair bit of testosterone being generated out of those nuts of yours. Yeah, potentially. We, but let's, how, let's do do we, how do we test it? You need to go to a doctor. Okay. And so, if you do have unnormal levels of testosterone, we can get you on some yeah. testosterone. You can have it. It'd be quite good. Yeah. And then we'll get into the gym. We'll get Tommy D to start training. You'd be a. You'd really start being a superhuman. Bulking it up. Get a ang- bit angry. How did that make you feel though when you saw Soy Boy? Uh, like I, I laughed really hard because initially I'm like, has Tommy created a, a YouTube <laughs> account? That's my initial thought. And then when I clicked through and I was like, oh no, this guy follows other people and he's a real person. And that's that's the thing that surprises me about mm. this stuff where people are leaving comments. These are real people. Yeah. It's like, what sort of state of mind is Mr. Singh in that he feels so sort of compelled? And so that's what I worry about. Yeah. It's almost like his ideology. He's got this vision of like the world and oh, this guy's a mm. soy boy. Um, well, you you informed me about this Reddit, yeah, th- um, thread. Is it Reddit? So it's a Reddit? sub subreddit. Okay, subreddit. I don't spend much time on Reddit. Yeah, but you informed me of the yeah. Casey Neistat subreddit. Yeah, some people spend probably what I spend on. Into funnily enough, I was uh, watching a podcast. I'm just getting into. Is it Rooster Teeth? Rooster Teeth, yeah, that, that's the that studio that I sent you a link to. Melbourne-based podcast. No, 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 no. That's that's um. Pr- oh, Rooster Teeth yeah. is the big company yeah, over yes, in the yes, states. Yeah. They're, they're they a juggernaut. Some, yeah, yeah, they do some cool shit. Anyway, they've got a um, they've got their main podcast, which is Rooster Teeth, and yeah. they were talking about social networks mm-hmm. and saying that Instagram appeals more to women. And funnily mm-hmm. enough, like I spend most of, like. I think that I, that's where I'm maybe low in testosterone because <laughs> it's true though. I spend a lot of time on Instagram uh, and then also Pinterest. Like I'm, <laughs> if you th- if you think about it, I have sort of femme qualities in that regard. If if yeah. you were to do it, but anyway, Reddit. Uh, some people spend the sort of time that I spend on Instagram on Reddit every day. Mm. They're like going through all the. <laughs> you know, conspiracy theories and there's there's so many different sub... So, you were talking about the subreddits. Okay, the subreddit. So, you sent me... Well, you didn't send me there. You just told me about it. And I jumped on it just to check out what was flowing around. A putrid people on that. Yeah. Because I, I did think when I started reading some of these things and just the speculation about Casey Neistat and his family and him and what he's doing and what he's thinking, outrageous. Yeah. 
what was one of them? Just like talking about how Casey, he's got that new, you know, business of his 368 and how he's going to, he's getting bored of it already. What, you fucking listen to him and you yeah. know him uh-huh. and saying how he's going to... That swearing works. It was in context. Yeah. You're angry. How he's going to mess around and fire that Dan guy and he's yeah. just been taken to the cleaners. Crazy. But it's, yeah, I thought about them as human beings. I bet you what one of them is, is some teacher yeah. from... Some little state in America yeah. who gets on there, goes savage, and then goes, "Hi, kids!" and like, yeah, is just this total juxtaposition of what you'd think you'd be. I think, yeah, if you're writing that sort of stuff, you got to have some serious things going on mm. that you need to sort out. Like, why? Like, it's it's exciting in some regards because people are so invested mm. with this stuff that they feel the need to do it. Um, but I feel like we just don't have that in Australia. We don't have even the biggest names in sort of Australian pop culture. I don't think would be getting that sort of they're not having Reddit's created and people talking. Mm, I think you'd be surprised. I mean, these fa- Facebook pages are pretty brutal as well. Twitter's yeah. pretty like you can fly under the radar yeah. or just be a little pest on Twitter. Yeah, a lot of people just have pest accounts. Yeah, I don't think that's the technical term, but. It's just an account, but they're no, pestering no, people. I've, I remember when Twitter first started, I created a an account. Uh, I only sent one tweet, so I won't give you... It was a very good account name, but basically someone I knew was having a an issue with someone else who was like trolling them on Twitter. Mm. So I created this cool name and then did basically gave this... Um, yeah, tweeted at them. Just being like, hey, you've been picked for being an idiot for this week. Yeah. That type of deal. You really need to. It's so easy to say just don't read them or don't. But I think there is a shift. Like I remember being in Shepparton, going into a new place. There'd been people on before. Obviously, mm-hmm. they they were liked in, in, in some way. And then you, you, I, I actually didn't experience a lot of it. Mm-hmm. My co-host experienced more of it, seeing some stuff come through. And I and I remember me getting a little bit of people just like, oh, this idiot or something. Yeah. And it like it's that <gasps> your heart yeah. sinking moment. Yeah. But then it's a weird thing because you, you have to push through it. And that's the hard bit about mo- pr- progressing in technology and people wanting to take their careers online. It's, it's like this is going to happen. How do you build a thick skin? What do you think? Yeah, I think, well, on that point about your co-host, I think that um, for whatever reason, women are more targeted in this sort of area, I think, than men. Um, what, th- why do you say that? I think that if you just, if you look at the, if you look at the subreddits, especially even this Casey Neistat, there's women that's in his life, women that are in his life that are, targeted and it seems like for me it sort of screams this misogynistic um you know it's sort of belittling oh this person can't like they're not creative all of these things which to me is purely an unconscious bias or expectation of uh you know what it is uh, like i just i th- what came to mind just then is people thinking, oh, this person's a try-hard. They might do the exact same thing as someone else, but they're seen as they're a copycat, they're not original, they're doing... And then we elevate the other people. Mm. Do you not... Do you... You know, what's your view on it? I don't know. I don't know the answer. Well, I think that... I mean, the thing that you... 
I think struggle with is this the idea that man versus women that men versus women you don't want to play that like similar to Sam Harris talks about it on his podcast too it's just talking about gender stuff Mm. isn't necessarily fun and it also feels like it's creating a divide Mm. sometimes but to imply that women are more targeted yeah would be implying that um, the man, uh, like, so what's the uh, what, what's the thought around you that the reason why men don't get targeted? Okay, well, so I no, I to think, understand more of you. All right, so thinking if if the example that I that I saw was when uh, a radio show was uh, canned and it was an all female cast, yeah, and the comments that were on the the article were all about like it was there was a fair bit about like see two chicks like that's that was never going to work but then also mm. talking about um you know get some real talent like all the, all the comments to me seemed like they were um yeah it just it just felt like if it was someone else if it was Dudes, there wouldn't have been the same level so, of commenting. Can, do you want to talk about the show that you're talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know if it like because what I was going to do is I want to try and find the actual um, article that I was referring to because I was going to go on there and actually just be like, why are all these assholes getting into the comments? Mm. I just I'm trying to find. I'm just trying to find it now because it was a few months ago. I don't. A part of me doesn't want to mention the name just out of a. You know, because it it doesn't seem fair in some regards. I think the show you're talking about, I won't mention it, but I know the types of topics that they were touching on would slightly offend people in a commercial radio sense. Uh And so I get it, they're polarizing, but maybe that's the brand of what show they were doing. But if you're saying that they were targeted just because they were women by a small minority of people online is an interesting thing. I don't know the data and you can only really make sense of this if you have a bunch of data to to go is on. That the, I feel like that's potentially the, the problem is, and this is the thing with Reddit, is we all theorize and say, okay, like and prove it. Like prove that it's very hard to prove but, unconscious but, So if you push a point of it's a, it's a thought, I feel that it's about this, yeah. you're still pushing, you're still proving it in your own sense. And I'm not saying it's not true, right? I'm just saying that if you were to go, yeah, I think it's this, that's you're running with something. So this is what people are saying. So this, so the, this is these are the comments from last year. And so for me, listen to the tone mm. and how they're being talked talk to. So it's like uh, I'm just going to read all uh, a bunch of them and... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to filter them out based on um, what they're actually saying. I'll just do the, do them all, so we can just see naturally what people are saying. Um, so Sally Wright uh, quoted someone's uh, the the content director of the the show and said, "I know our listeners are going to love their unique and hilarious take on the world." And then Sally said, "Well, they didn't." <laughs> Pete said, "Was always a late night show at best." Good luck, girls. Yeah. Which to me is a bit condescending. Chris says the radio station did some great things this year. This was uh, this one was not one of those. Good decision here. Very good decision. 
Uh, Kelly writes, nice girls, but not all podcasts work on radio. Mm. Like, the thing is, uh, Chris writes, has two females ever worked anywhere on radio? Ever? No. Mm. And know that, and then going, going on about industry specific stuff and this is just like this i'm just have done this in order nick writes worst show to ever to be broadcast i understand that there you could say oh maybe it's just not a good show Mm. what's your take on it though because you need to push it so like we went into this talking about women so so my take on it is that when uh i haven't seen an axed show that has that sort of sting or that sort of those sort of comments. And for me, and it's using the Casey Neistat example, if you look at, yes, there's some stuff with Casey and all that sort of thing, but there's all these sort of assumptions around like women should only be talking about these things. Mm. They're like, and well, um, M. Rossiano was yeah. in a on a podcast this week that's kind of gone mad um, with Will Anderson and. We've talked a lot about it, but there's there's one bit about her speaking of how she was kind of pushed into a role as a woman in yeah. a radio show, which was don't be overly opinionated, don't yell, and all these things. Yeah. And she talked around these sort of uh, bald-headed executives in radio. Uh-huh. The fucking reality could be that radio in that way, it is what it is. There's this new medium where she's thriving and uh-huh. people like the show you're talking about mm-hmm. th- are thriving and that's how they found their feet. So it's not to excuse these bald-headed people pushing women down in radio. It's like mm-hmm. they're the fucking ones Did that are really going to be the, bald I'm pretty headed. sure. I, th- I think okay. she said bald-headed. I, it resonated with me. I liked it. <laughs> because I could just imagine a, a bald radio, radio executive. Craig Bruce is yelling out. It's not me, guys. <laughs> no, it's actually it's not, not Craigie. <laughs> it's so Maybe. Funny. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. So, and this is probably, I mean, my thing, my take on, I mean, now that we're talking about the M. Rossiano interview. I think there's going deep into the other side of that. We need to keep it to our topic because yeah. it'll take us in another, well, another whole no, but I hole. think I think that there's, I actually, yeah, m- my thoughts around some of this stuff is, that I think that there's, it's not one or the other. Like someone can be a pain in the ass to work with. And there's like, we've all worked with people who are really difficult to work with. And I just think that, um, yeah, as you said, it is, it's yeah, a, so you don't even want to go down the pain in the ass. This is about um, her experience as a woman in the commercial radio landscape. And I'm saying that the commercial radio landscape might be, ruptured like there might be something actually wrong with that and the but that's why i think that's why it's a systemic issue right so the things i actually like could really resonate with with what em was saying in her interview is because if you actually listen to the interview there's some bits where you're like well yeah you're gonna sort of get in hot water because you're saying x y and z and you shouldn't if you're gonna bag out these people it's probably gonna sort of end poorly but there is some of these issues where it's like I, what I can resonate with, which is fuck the system. You know, the, this mm. idea that the system is actually broken mm. and it's not allowing these people to succeed. And yeah. the system, the radio system is set up by the uh, by society and what society is expecting. And, it, it, and it's old school, like it is operating in the past in some ways, as much as they're trying to sort of bring it into the new digital space. Yeah. There is the, the thought around you know, the system 
and it mm-hmm. being a bit broken in that yeah. respect. I mean, Seth Godin had it spot on. Pick yourself. The podcast, the radio show you were talking about, they got axed and got all that slack. They actually built their brand through a podcast. Yeah. So they were forward and that, that was very impressive. Yeah. And we want to have those people on, which we're being, we should just say who they are. There's nothing wrong yeah, with it. The Thinker Girls, yeah, yeah. my old co-host from Shepherd, uh-huh. And my question to Stacey, looking back on it, it's like, and it's always easy to look in um, hindsight, yeah. but do you think it was the right move going into the commercial radio space when you had such success in the podcast landscape? Now with the podcast landscape skyrocketing, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Daily Talk Show, yeah. guys. <laughs> no. Well, I, I just think I just think that like even on that M conversation, yeah, yeah, you know, like the thing I find interesting is that she admits, like, I'm a pain in the ass to work with. Sometimes I'm like, but if we're bringing it back to what we're saying though about the bosses telling her to be a certain way, is it because of those things you're saying, or well, yeah, I think that, or because she's a woman. Well, I think that the, the thing is that there is. Like maybe there's 60%, which is probably being a female, you are expected to do X, Y, and Z on air or you're meant to talk this certain way. And I guess the difficulty is, is that if... um, But that's saying that there really is a bigger issue in the society of saying that for the girls being on radio and you and there was not going to be success there's never been a successful female duo it's like the there's something behind it that you're kind of tapping at yeah. of 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 the society thinking that women can't succeed yeah, is I that think, what you think well i think that the hard bit is this i think that there is a lot of unconscious bias that happens where i'll be i'll watch a show with friends and they'll be like oh man i like this person but that chick is just like trying to be funny and she's not funny and stuff like that, right? And I think that what it is, is it's like we we expect a funny person to look a certain way or we expect a radio presenter to be a certain way. Mm. And I think that that's the, um, that's the stuff, you know, the unconscious bias that I think that there does need to be some sort of work on. I think that the hard thing is with all of this is that there is muddying that goes along where it's like some people will say use that as an excuse you know use that and say hey i haven't gotten the same opportunities because of this and sometimes they're not the people who should Mm. be talking about it they're not the one like they actually don't have the talent and that's why Mm. they're not on Um, do you i mean you you bring up that unconscious bias and I've heard it a few times with you, but is that where you sit though? Because, I mean, that person going and that person, if, if they have got unconscious bias, they're just verbalizing without even knowing, right? Yeah. And you are identifying it as that that's some unconscious bias coming up. Where do you fit on that landscape? Are you actually do you enjoy listening to female um, led I mean, podcasts? I mean, you've heard me talk. I'm pretty femme anyway. I listen to Instagram and listen to the Thinker Girls. So on the on the, yeah. on the spectrum, I th- I think that it's a um, I don't. I, everyone to- everyone has unconscious bias, right? I have unconscious bias. Yeah, but what do, what do you feel though? That's what I'm saying, like about these things. When so that- the thing is that what you find entertaining is a level of unconscious bias, right? And we can't necessarily change what people find is entertaining. Mm. But at the same time, things that, you know, like Australia Day being a good example, right? Like when Australia Day 
seven years ago you could have some fun you know if you were a, a you know a white dude in Berwick you would have an awesome time and celebrate and all that sort of thing and now it's gotten to a point where it's like you learn you get all of this empathy and understanding of like actually this is really offensive to some people mm. and that's like oh now that I have that extra context I now don't necessarily like I don't need to celebrate uh, Australia Day yeah. And so and so and the people that hang on to these ideals I think is like the um I think that the thing that we can do if we can take anything from it is it's like before we write something about someone or before we have a, a th- even have a thought just asking why am I having that thought. Mm. And I think that like over the last few years I've been doing that more and more. Cuz is that your filter cuz I don't think you've answered my question as far as what's coming up instantly or is your reaction to go am i experiencing unconscious bias now because i don't like listening to this girl on the radio um no i think that there's yeah i don't know i think that like the just just like everyone's not going to like triple m and think it's too blokey it's probably the the other side of the coin Mm. but i think that there is a um yeah, there's a broader... Because, I mean, the person that says it's, you know, I cannot stand Carrie Bickmore. Uh-huh. Like, is that person, if they're a man, like there's on a broad 50, sense? 50% of it is probably some sort of ex-girlfriend that they had that treated them, like, not right, that's now, like, having a go. Like, I actually think that the, there's more of that triggering and shit that's going mm. on. Um, or I just think that people who are um who have strong personalities who are female aren't necessarily um you know some people like there's the the common uh names like uh emrishiano spoke about uh kate lambrook as someone who Mm. and i've heard i think kate's so funny and Mm. i love that duo um husey and kate and but i've heard people go i just can't stand her Mm. and um it just feels like it comes from a different place. And it's hard. I know it's hard to articulate, but I think that what we can potentially do... And so, I don't think that this all this M stuff, the annoying thing about it is that, yes, she said these, said these things and she's a pain in the ass to work with and she makes... You know, all of those things are true or might be from true. From her mouth. From her mouth, exactly. But the thing that... This, we shouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater, which is I actually think that she has a lot of valid points and there's probably people who won't be taking them in because mm. of a bad experience that they had or a story they've heard. or And so <clears throat> I was saying her point was valid around the system being broken in that way of these executives looking so at you see women that? in that way. In I I get when what she was referring to was a, a room where she went in with a new breakfast show yeah. and they put out the butcher's paper and they were working out the roles of the show yeah. and this guy was saying you need to yell less you need to be less opinionated I don't know that's what she said yeah. I don't know if that's the words yeah. or it was just you know when you're in conversation things I'm sure I can imagine it, it hap- I can imagine it happening though because you, you are deconstructing a, a show like that and it's it's gross it's like you and I look at roles of the show it's yeah. like 
I don't know. We don't look at it like that. Yeah. But maybe the way that structure is looking at that show in that environment is wrong. And it is just going on there. So either she needs to be out of it doing her own thing because she could kill it by herself. Yeah. It's a weird thing because everyone's seeing this, you know, um, t- mainstream television or commercial radio as mm-hmm. like the end game. Yeah. And it has been for many years. But maybe that isn't the end game. Maybe that is the environment that is. I don't. I don't quite know at that level. I haven't been in the top end level, yep. but I've experienced it in the you know regional market mm-hmm. doing the same thing, defining roles. No one was ever going to say this is a, this is just shifting topic because I don't think it's really going anywhere. But my old, um, not in a bad way. It's I not feel going like you anywhere. do get just. I I get the vibe that you don't like talking about this. No, 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 no. I'm not shifting it away from this conversation. No, but in the sense of like the, when, when we do talk about it, it's sort of like, because I understand. I think saying that unconscious bias and the way you approach it, you're sitting on the fence. I don't think you are identifying with what you're actually feeling because you could not answer that when what I do you asked mean? you What's then. the question though? I, well, uh, say for instance, when your friend said, oh, I can't stand that woman. You're yeah. thinking that's unconscious bias came out. What do you think? What do you think Well, I, th- I like them. I think they're funny. So it's easy to see from the outside when you think it's funny and someone's offering up their opinion on it and to point at them to go, it's unconscious but bias. I, what I'm, I'm not getting on a high horse and saying I don't have unconscious bias. I might look at people who uh, look a certain way or whatever and make an assumption and say, oh, they're probably going to be mm. like this or that. And I try and make an effort to question myself and I so- think it's when it makes you feel like your unconscious bias it makes it makes you look bad because or it makes you feel like you should feel bad because of your unconscious bias it's not about feeling bad I don't think but I it- think that's what that conversation does for a lot of people and I'm not saying and this is the thing and that's what it's going to take yeah. like I think for progression like the the reality is that you might have to have to be a little bit uncomfortable and say yeah, you know what? I don't have all the answers and this is my problem mm. with Reddit and shit like that is everyone's going on like I'm coming on being like I actually don't know and mm. I feel like this conversation even will pe- people will say yeah, you say this but this person's this or that or that and like bring yeah. in all these other things but I think that just at the core we in moments we will think a certain thing which is based on all of the experiences that we've had mm. all of that stuff and so if we're trying to pave new ways, if we're trying to develop as a society and try, then I think that what we need to do is it's not about, you know, uh, you know, negative talk to you and saying it's really bad that you're thinking that way and all that sort of thing, but it's asking why. I, yeah. I find it just when, I think it's just so different levels of conversation. Because of the other thing, the reason that that I think we can have this conversation is because there's a lot of people who will listen to me and think that I'm crazy and that it's like not true. And there's people who might be able to understand what I'm saying. Rarely, there's a rare amount of... See, I'll I'll say, women in breakfast radio in Melbourne, majority of them I don't like listening to. I don't find them entertaining and I don't find them funny. But that doesn't mean I don't find women funny. I was watching a Netflix special last night. Mm. A female comedian was fucking hilarious. And I'm not looking at these women and I'm not saying it's because they're women that I don't find them entertaining. 
PJ, the girl, the New Zealand girl on Kiss. Mm-hmm. I really like her vibe, her energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so but that's where I go. Is is that how I've? Am I am I bad? Like I don't. I yeah. don't like um, Fev and Fifi. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the show. Not that they're bad people. Yeah. I don't like listening to their show. Uh-huh. Fev, he's a bloke. Byron's going to be annoyed that he didn't. It's Fifi. Actually, Fev yeah, and Byron. Byron, you're know, the best thing on that show. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like. But, but that's it's, a t- it's a matter of a taste. It is, right? So what and you're it's saying, not my taste. So yeah, so this is the thing. It's a matter of taste. Like I enjoy listening. To that show, there's there's you know breaks that like in segments and stuff yeah. that they do that I really enjoy. I think that it's yeah, it's a it's a hard one, right? Because all of this is so personal. Exactly, and that's where it's like, do, will will Fifi be offended that I don't like listening to a show? I hope not, because it's not about you as a person. Yeah. It's it's about it's like format. It's about the, I like listening to the Triple J Breakfast Show, the two dudes, and they that uh, Brooke Boney, who's the news. Rita, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Educated. She's funny, you know. But I feel like there's then that vibe that like there's a lot of uneducated, unfunny women. Well, she, she's – her role, if it is in that show – Yeah. And that's the problem, right? We're actually talking about constructed environments where roles are actually really important mm-hmm. to survive in the landscape. Yeah. And yeah, so – I don't know. I, 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 this conversation you say I don't like talking about. It. I think more about it than ever. Being well, I think friends you with think, you, yeah. I think you think about it, but I think that it's definitely. And the thing is that if this is the first podcast you're listening to of ours, it's probably not the best one because hopefully the reason that I feel comfortable having these conversations is yeah. that you've heard us long enough hmm. that potentially what I'm hoping is that people email us hi at the daily and tell us like what you're thinking and what and because maybe maybe uh you know like i think that there's bits and pieces from all of this i know mm. that i'm 100 percent not an expert you're not an expert but what we're trying to describe is this is how we feel and it's mm. also not like i think what annoys me too is it's sort of like um this idea that by supporting women um, that there's some form of, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's sort of like trying to be the hero. It's like, oh, man, that's easy to like look at you like trying to get some sort of brownie points or some shit like that, which bothers me as well because I feel like it's more about, this feels like the right thing. Like I'm trying to think about like wrong and right. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. Like hopefully, you know, with where podcasting is going, where all this online media is going, it is going to allow people of, you know, different races, ideas, thoughts, humor to find their audience. And their voice because they're not being told to fit a certain role. Yeah. And if there's a company out there that is telling people to do that and shut up and stop speaking, like... Fuck that! Yeah, <laughs> they're not people who you want to work with if if you're feeling like you are being put yeah. into a box. Yeah, there. I mean, there is a lot of not blame, but it's like there is a lot of responsibility on these big media outlets. There's have you have you heard recently about how they were going to? Oh, have, I'll, I'll see if you've heard the headline. If you could tell it back to me, even if you haven't read it, mm-hmm. about the Thomas the Tank Engine. No, I haven't. Um, nothing around no. the gender of the. Oh uh, yeah. The trains. Yeah, sure. yes, what, yes, like yes. what have you? You oh, can be loose because yeah. you're only just. Yeah, I have no idea. No, but I just yeah. There's 
there is the no. But have you just to summarize what you've heard? Oh, because it's been in the news right lately. No, no. I mean, my guess is just that Thomas could be a Tamelia. <clears throat> They're wanting to neutralize a- and remove the genders. Or oh, this is what I took from the headline yeah. and stuff: removing the genders of the um, characters in Thomas the Train, Thomas the Tank Engine. Series or whatever the it is, train engine. Yeah, I don't know. On. But he's into it. He loves yeah. it. He yeah. loves his little trains. And so the headlines were: you know, remove. Uh, they're going to be removed from stores. You know, genders going to be neutralised, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just seeing it from afar, and I saw this post um, by this guy who seems really interesting, Tom Tanuki. Well, because the thing about this though, and it's like the female. I'm going into reading something soon, yeah. but you go. Well, for it's it. the fe- It's like the female. Uh, uh, crossing signs you know how they changed it to, from male like they did a yeah, section yeah, in Melbourne yeah. to me some of that is almost this like reverse propaganda which is like that's what people latch onto. it's like they're great they're wanting to change Thomas's name when the thing is to be honest I don't know whether that's the thing that's going to be what changes it I think mm. that like we focus on that. We talk about like those trivial things rather than these like much bigger things, which is like rather than focusing on that, how about like mm. we think about. But what you've just said is that it's a the media outlet grabbing at that headline to and, and sharing that part of the story. So this guy, um, and this was posted by my, um, the guy that I worked with in radio up in Shepparton. Mm-hmm. He was my program director. Yeah. Um, he's bald, but he's not one of the guys that was yeah. pigeonholing yeah, sure. women. Yeah. He was, he was great. He came to our. Did it, was he the one at our live Shepherd? Yeah, he was at the live show in okay, Shepherd. Lovely guy. Anyway, he posted this, and um, it's a guy named Tom Tanuki, Melbourne dude. Quite controversial in some respects. I watched some of his content. I couldn't see. I couldn't quite find where he sat in his views. Actually, just on all of this. I've got to read this thing still, guys. One one thing that just hits me too is it's just like, what do you think of when you think of a content director? And maybe part of the problem is that we think of this like bald dude. Like, you know, if if we want actual change, maybe... I would go with hair. No, no, we need need people who are directing the... You know, if you're saying that it's created, you know, these things are sort of plucked out and sort of created... Manufactured. Manufactured. Then... Maybe those manufacturers shouldn't all be dudes. Mm. Maybe there's too many dudes doing the manufacturing. Yeah, and I mean, so there's some, there that. is some powerful females in radio at the yeah. moment that are at the head. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy Tom wrote, "Welcome to my page, where every week I calmly explain to you why you are a para parasitical uh. idiot for having frothed about the latest." PC gone mad Murdoch article. Murdoch is, what does he own? He, uh, Daily Mail, Daily, Daily Telegraph. Yeah, this, I've got a whole book uh, on him. I sh- it's, on Murdoch? It's really, it's really embarrassing that I don't know this sort of stuff. Okay. He's like Harold Sun and stuff, isn't he? Or no? He's a media tycoon. He's, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, anyway. That's going to s- outrage. What just happened there is going to outrage a lot of people that we don't know this basic information. Go yeah. On. He, I'm pretty sure he owns the Daily Telegraph in yeah. Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um you seem to think that Thomas the Tank Engine is getting banned from libraries because the government want to make your son into a daughter. Okay, dickhead, let's talk. 
The Australian National University report recommends that libraries look at avoiding segregating kids into gender stereotypical activities, i.e. don't force the little boys to play G.I. Joe Mm -hmm. and the little girls to play Barbie. Give them choice. Allow their identity to develop without us bullying them in the direction our shitty subconscious thinks is best. Thomas the Tank is not getting banned because he's a he. No, no one recommended that. City of Melbourne even confirmed it's not happening, in case you're wondering. The Herald Sun made it up. It's the kind of speculative hysteria, what's next, banning Christmas, that means they aren't technically responsible for your blind outrage, but they still benefit from it. See, you were all hyperventilating last week about Dean Carson's nappy-changing consent issue, remember? Something, that's another story. Mm. Because you're a neurotic and easy to manipulate into whinging. They knew you were particularly sensitive to PC gone mad flavoured stories at the moment. So they dug around for a recent gender studies report, skewed it, its possible consequences to make it sound outrageous to to monkeys like you and then published a bit of clickbait. That draws more hits to their page, stimulates their Facebook reach and boosts newspaper sales to the next day. Then reactions like Mike Bernardi and Corey Latham get to loop in on the issue like dogs on heat humping away and pretending they're also angry for the money. They, They too benefit from your gullibility with increased Facebook reach. Nothing's getting banned. Relax. See you next time. Yeah, I think that like the... And that's what I was talking about part of the problem being is that we jump onto all these things yeah. and it's sort of it's and it's prefaced with this idea of like this is pro this is moving us forward but it's actually a way for the people who are trying to slow us down to uh paralyze us through these dumb ideas mm. um yeah i mean the thing i we feel uncomfortable talking about this because we're not like for one we're not experts and two, we both realize that we don't know like what like the right thing to say is. So there's probably like hopefully we can use these microphones as a way mm. of identifying some of our issues in our thinking. But I mean th- that statement there, it's not that it's bad, the right thing to say. It's like you, you, we are all making calculations about what the right thing is to say because there's no... No, I think what you're implying is that right needs to be politically correct. What I'm saying in regards to right, right's not necessarily PC. Right is, you know, I guess we all have our... Yeah, I guess I can stand by it stronger because what I'm doing is I've got my ethics or my morals or my values or whatever you want to call it, my value system, and... I'm putting all of these issues through that value system. But that's right for you. And I wasn't meaning yeah. politically correct because for yeah. some person who is trying to be politically correct, that's yeah. what I mean. But everyone's right is th- their internal feeling of the matter. And yeah. that right might be someone who doesn't like some female radio person and they're saying that and then they're getting beaten down. But they'll learn from it. I think that's the thing. This is – we're not trying – obviously we haven't pushed out either – there's no one agenda we're pushing with this or mm. one right way of looking at it. It's like, mm. this is a conversation and yeah. it's helped me yeah. hanging around you. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I found a book that uh, mum gave to us, to Bree and I, 
uh, what year was it? Uh, like, Mum owns this book. I wonder how legit it is. But it's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, Jeez, no. <laughs> Lynn. It's uh, why men don't listen and women can't read maps beyond leaving the toilet seat up, which is pretty funny. So. Yeah, I think like it's it's a written uh, by a what's this person on the back a man, man and a woman, Alan and Barbara. Is, that, is yeah. that who wrote it? Do you know we should get? I've got some an interesting client. My Slack's going crazy. I've got an interesting client. Oh, Bree Bree is uh, sold the fridge, guys. Oh, Bree yes. sold the fridge. Follow up from yesterday. Sorry, it's, it's off the market. Seven hundred. <laughs> not bad. So, it's okay. You wanted eleven. Yeah. Uh, no, we wanted nine. Nine. But no. um, not bad. Not yeah. Bad. No, it's interesting. Do you know who we should get on? One of my clients is a doctor in gender and diversity. Like she's got a, like a doctorate in that awesome. sort of thing. So she is doing some great work with um, a few development agencies at the moment around uh, like it's gone over for a number of years around uh, women in different cultures. Mm. So things like um, uh, there's all this stuff I'm learning like uh, in the Solomon Islands and PNG and Fiji, they're, they're doing all of these things to try and help um, women in their communities. And one of the things they talk about is there's all these uh, informal jobs that women do that don't necessarily pay. So like um, setting out the flowers in church or doing like preparing things and all of this stuff, which is like, uh, yeah, which, which is unpaid for, which is, I think um, they sort of trying to talk about the fact that, you know, f- you know, these men will come home and be like, where's dinner? Why isn't it? served and being like hey maybe you should actually be doing stuff around the house too because although women aren't having these full-time jobs they're actually doing all of this other stuff which is just Mm. what society says we don't pay for which just so happens to be the jobs that women tend to do as well Mm. um i think yeah we should definitely get uh Anne marie uh, this client on because she's Hilarious too, bit of a is loose she? unit. Yeah, I think it should be Mate, funny. We love we love a loose unit it's on the daily true. talk show. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening. A uh, bit of a different one. Let us know what you think. And um, you know, this is the interesting thing of having more guests on too, because I feel like having different guests on with varying opinions mm. will be able to add a new level to um, to what we're doing as well. Mm, it's an, another perspective or yeah. an opinion or a thought a viewpoint yeah it's hi at the daily talk show.com is the email address we do have a po box too which is po box 400 abbotsford victoria 3067 enjoy what man this was a friday what a what a strong friday fun one (laughs) uh have a good weekend but guys see See you guys